Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of AWOD Weekend Radio. It's your boy Adam Epstein with you here on Saturday, August 28th. I'll be joining you up until 4 p.m. As always here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. It's open lines for AWOD Weekend Radio 1-800-636-1067. The show goes by quicker and it goes by a lot faster and it goes it gets better the more I hear from you guys out there, members of the AWOD Army, 1-800-636-1067. It was a big week in the sports world. Uh, a lot going on. It is the end of training camp and getting ready for the start of the NFL season. A lot of uh, stories to get to across the NFL, across the league here. And uh, I will touch on those ex- and also give you my biggest, uh, my best and worst games for week one of the NFL season uh, it's coming up in just a few weeks here. Uh, it is preseason week three that uh, took place yesterday and continues today and then tomorrow. And we'll talk about the Washington football team who has preseason game three against the Baltimore Ravens at 6 p.m. Usually I am uh, through the roof excited to take on the Ravens, but the, in this preseason game that is pretty much turning out to be a meaningless preseason game where you're not going to see most of the starters even at all. Uh, I'm losing excitement there, but nonetheless, I'm very excited for this regular season. And I'm wondering if the hype slowed down with this lackluster preseason performance from the Washington football team, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Because going into this season here, this offseason, it was the most hyped offseason we've had since 2012 when we drafted RG3. I mean, the fact that Ron Rivera came in here, the Rivera era started successfully, uh, even though he went through four different quarterbacks, we got Taylor Heineke. We made a playoff appearance, and we looked damn good in that game. And so there's a lot of momentum heading into this season here. And uh, I'm wondering if the hype has maybe slowed down with this preseason or if the fans out there are ready for another division championship here as Washington looks to 
uh, be crowned champions of the NFC East. Uh, it'll be interesting to see Dak Prescott in week one of the NFL season. He really hasn't taken any snaps so far uh, and hasn't been used much in training camp. The Eagles with a big trade today, grabbing a backup quarterback in Gardner Minshew. Uh, and I think the reason, the number one reason they did that is because the style of play that you get from Jalen Hurts always gives you a chance that he could get injured. And so they wanted to make sure they have a strong backup quarterback. Uh, so they grabbed Jacksonville starter from last season, Gardner Minshew. Uh, Minshew mania went around the league for a little bit as he got hot with you know one of the worst teams in the history of the league, the Jags. Uh, so now he moves over to the Eagles. Uh, and then you have the New York Giants, who it's really a make-it-or-break-it year uh, for Daniel Jones. And so we'll get to all of that and more on the show. I'm really happy uh, going to be joined at 2 p.m. by Lance Meadow, who covers the New York Giants uh, for SiriusXM. He does pre- and post-game for them. So he'll give me uh, a little breakdown of the New York Giants. We'll go around the NFC East and and pick our winners of the uh, division for the season, and we'll talk. I'm going to talk about who will make the final 53. Uh, I think the biggest uh, kind of surprise is that Linnell. I don't know about you, but it seems like off-season sensation Sammy's Reyes is going to make the team. Like, I, I mean, I, I would, I'd put my money where my mouth is that he makes a 53-man roster. It's a reality. I definitely think he's showed enough. Tonight's going to be huge for him if we're able to see him suit up. He definitely could seal his spot tonight. Yeah, but we've already cut, I believe, two tight ends, and so he he made it through that first round of cuts there. So that's Washington, Baltimore at 6 p.m., and we'll get to the final 53. Uh, and I'm also kind of wondering, how many games do you expect Ryan Fitzpatrick to play this year? If I put the over-under at eight games, Linnell, are you taking the over or the under on that? I know you're the Heineke guy here, but we're just talking about Fitzpatrick this season. Over-under eight games. I'll go over. Really? I'll go over. Yeah, I think... At least eight. At least eight. I mean, right? he's going to have to be good for four of those. Right. Eight, right. Uh, but, I mean, if it's going to be a successful season, I think he needs to play double-digit games uh, for you. And I, I think you could be able to steal three or four wins uh, with Heineke in there, but not for uh, an extended period of time. Uh, I'm going to give you, my guys, my Odyssey Sports Stories of the Week, a little sneak preview of that. This J.R. Smith news is, is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. Not only is he... Uh, back in college, right? Hanging out with college kids. I'm, I'm sure he's loving that life. Uh, but he's going to try to compete for an NCAA title, uh, golfing at um, at A and And uh, the thing is that's really funny is that he's also like going back to class. And he, if you follow him on Twitter at Real Jr. Smith, he's like he's freaking out about these classes. He even tweeted at one point saying English is my first language. But man, <laughs> these writing assignments are tough as hell. So I, I think that's pretty funny. So that's one of my Odyssey sports stories of the week. I got to tell you, talk about what's going on in the soccer world here as the English Premier League and uh, Champions League and La Liga, all the leagues have begun their new season. And this is the first offseason pretty much in the history of soccer that we've seen the two biggest stars switch teams. And I reported uh, a few weeks ago on my show, okay, so Lionel Messi goes from Barcelona to PSG, and PSG sold $100 million worth of jerseys. Cristiano Ronaldo goes from Juventus to Manchester United. Manchester United's stock went up 8% the day of that signing. I mean, we're talking about the biggest superstars in the world. Soccer is the biggest uh, sport around the world, not just not in America. Of course, that's football. 
Uh, but around the world, it's soccer, and we had the two biggest stars, you know, basically your Tom Brady and your Peyton Manning, switching teams. Uh, and so that's huge news in the soccer world and the soccer community, and I'll give you my take on on Manchester United and if they can actually make a deep Champions League run. It has not changed my pick that I think Pep Guardiola wins Champions League this year uh, with Manchester City, even though they were reported to get Ronaldo, and then in the last second he changed his mind and uh, is coming home to Manchester United, where which was his boyhood club. The U.S. men's national team has qualifiers this week. That starts with Thursday, and Christian Pulisic is back, and this is their revenge tour. As you guys remember, they did not make the World Cup four years ago, uh, so whether they make it or not uh, next summer will be based off of what happens this summer, and that gets started on Thursday night. I'm going to give you guys my Splash for Cash segment uh, back for Episode 3 here on AWOD Weekend Radio. Linnell has the job of keeping the Splash stats uh, he's got a whole book. He's got an Excel sheet. He's got it all going on. Uh, and so he's going to grill me on my picks later on in the show. And for non, my non-sports segment, I got to give a shout-out to Madden 22. All right, Madden 2022. I, I've got it. I've been playing it a lot. And I feel like this is the first time, first time that Madden heard us. They heard the community calling out them for how bad last year was. In my opinion, last year was a 2 out of 10. It was the worst Madden in the last 10 years. It was so glitchy and had so many issues from the year before that they didn't solve. It was almost like, oh, plug and play, copy and paste, and update the rosters. And it pissed off the entire community of Madden members. And it feels like they hurt us. Now, this year's game is 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 far from great, but I would say it's a 6 out of 10, which is a huge improvement. Uh, they've got really cool uh, new features. Like each team has a special design that you know makes them good. Like uh, the Washington Football Team needs uh, momentum to make their defense better, and so forth and so forth. Uh, and they also changed up the way that you can view your play pre-snap, which I think is a really cool thing. Uh, that really, as a guy that play, has been playing Madden every year, I'm always showing my play and then faking my play. Uh, and so they, you know, they kept that aspect but added a really cool um, new element to that. So. I'm all over Madden 22, and uh, I, I think, look, again, it's not it's not a good game, all right? Madden sucks, all right? If you're a video gamer out there, you know shooting games are by far uh, the best video games out there. Then you have FIFA, which is really good quality, and NBA 2K is a good game as well. MLB The Show is pretty good, and that's been released on Xbox for the first time ever uh, this year. So Madden is the worst of the sports games. But it improved this year, so I have to give them a shout-out for that. And then I'm going to kind of close this segment by giving you my hot take of the week. That is that Logan Thomas will be an All-Pro. Logan Thomas is going to be up there with the top five tight ends of the league this year because he's going to get the targets, he's going to get the receptions, and he's going to get the touchdowns. Uh, People were saying before, hey, Maybe we'll see less of Logan Thomas because we got Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin's a star, Antonio Gibson's going to be more involved in the passing game. They're all great. They're going to end up being decoys because Logan Thomas finds himself open every single play. It has it has everything to do with the playbook of Scott Turner. It helps with tight ends. And we saw last week in preseason, I mean, that was a five-yard pass. He turned it into 35 yards. That's what Logan Thomas is going to bring. So let's get things started here on AWOD Weekend Radio by previewing today's Washington against Baltimore uh, preseason week three. That's at 6 p.m. Do you expect to see Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, What do you want to see from the first team? 
or from the second team? What do you want moving forward here as uh, we get ready to make cuts? 1-800-636-1067. How important is week one for the Washington football team on a scale of 1 to 10? Well, we've got preseason week three tonight, and week one is right around the corner. Man, guys, football is here. I want to hear from you. 1-800-636-1067. I'm Adam Epstein here on 106.7 The Fan till 4 p.m. Don't go anywhere. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey. Making a change today, the liquor been taking the pain away I heard you was giving your chain away, that's kinda like giving your fame away What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do A boss is a role that I've grown into I love you to death, but I told you the truth I can't just be with you, I'm only you Welcome back Yeah, I got one Virgil, got one in that day You're listening to AWOD Weekend Radio with your boy Adam Epstein And we're talking about the Washington football team Preseason week three against the Baltimore Ravens tonight at 6 p.m. Guys, last week I had said that I wanted to see Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I wanted to see him for a whole half. Or at least a full freaking touchdown drive. Which is the most frustrating thing in this preseason. That we've settled for field goals and then missed those field goals. But now I'm realizing that was just a pipe dream. As much as I may have thought that the first team offense looked bland and predictable. Definitely nothing to write home about. Ron Rivera and staff... Obviously don't feel the same way. It was reported in practice Thursday that Fitz didn't even see one snap. So old cautious Ron Rivera is looking like he's going to treat preseason game three like a tryout for the third and fourth stringers. I want to know what you guys think about that. 1-800-636-1067. What do you think, Linnell? I mean, they're going to let them go through the motions here and let the backups play and kind of wasting it. I mean... Last year, we didn't have preseason. This year, two preseason games was enough of the first-team offense for you? This is the start of the letdown. I'm already preparing myself mentally to be disappointed because you know how this team does when they have prosperity the year before. They come out and fall on their face. Our offense stinks. 
<laughs> Why are they not playing? I don't know. Yeah. I, I would have liked to see them out there at least for a drive or so, but I, I don't think we're even going to see them for one drive. I, I think you're going to see guys like Patterson, Reyes, et cetera, guys that are trying to make the roster or become practice squad pickups. I, I actually heard a great point from the Washington Football Talk podcast with J.P. Finley, who hosts B. Mitch and Finley here, uh, along with Pete Haley and Mitch Tischler, uh, that the Ravens really do take preseason seriously. Like, they... They take it very seriously. They have a preseason streak, and they, they're going to absolutely want to win this game. So if you're not ready to take it as seriously as the Ravens, you should probably sit out your guys. Because, you know, Baltimore will come hitting with hitters. And so I understand, uh, the you know, the move from Ron Rivera, but I, I am disappointed. I, I just I wanted to see a touchdown from the first-team offense, and now I am, you know, I'm, I'm like you, Linnell. I am, I'm worried that we're going to be in a situation this season where the defense is top five and the offense is going three and out, three and out, three and out, and can't get points on the board. So is it confirmed that they're not playing? Like, have we have we seen any tweets from any of the, anybody on the beat? Well, well, I can't believe that they're going to really take that it, approach. It is. It's all the talk that I've heard in uh, you know ramping up to this. We'll we'll uh, catch up with Chris Russell at three thirty on the show. He'll be at FedEx Field, so he he'll be able to give us an update on that. But, I mean, if he's not taking snaps in practice on Thursday, Heineke didn't either. Uh, I, I think you're going to see a lot of Kyle Allen and uh, Steven Montez. Uh, 1-800-636-1067. How important is preseason game three here for Washington and keeping the momentum uh, towards a September 12 kickoff of the regular season against the L.A. Chargers? So, real quick, I, I do want to move on to September 12th and, and talk about how important game one, week one is for the Washington football team. Just because of the fact, like I talked about before, how important the offseason was uh, and, and you have to keep momentum this season, well, it, it starts that week one game against the Chargers. But preseason, game three tonight against the Baltimore Ravens, 1-800-636-1067. Let's hear from the audience here, 1-800-636-1067. we got Bobby in Alexandria. What's up, Bobby? You're on the fan. What's happening, Bubba? Hey, man, thanks for calling. Hey, you know, I'm looking at it this way here, and I've been a fan. I remember when I was a little boy, my dad took me to Griffith Stadium. So RFK Stadium, you know, through all the years. But I just got a funny feeling that that offense has got something really, really going on. And why waste the time with, you know, putting it out there? We could play vanilla all day long. Everybody wants to do that. I think I think he's got like a plan. I really do, and I think he doesn't want to just show everything up right now because he wants to get out to a quick start because we got a heavy schedule coming, and that's my take on. It. And I, I guess some people think different, but you know everybody wants to win. But how many times do we go zero and four? You know, win a, win a division or whatever the case is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No preseason doesn't matter. I, I am with you that I do trust every decision Ron Rivera has made. Like I, I feel like he hasn't. He hasn't, uh, you know, done me wrong yet. I mean, everything he's done has been successful, from finally yeah. getting rid of Dwayne Haskins to, uh, you know, giving Heineke a shot to start in a postseason game. I mean, I think Ron Rivera's pushed all the right buttons. Absolutely, and if and if you look at it, I I don't think he wants. I mean, everybody, you know, you you guys are at the practices and you see things. I I obviously don't, but I'm just thinking even there. You know, I remember back in the day there were some coaches that. Man, even at practice, they would, like, try to cover it up or wouldn't want you to know what was going on. And, you know, that was going on for years and years. And everything that you see, I think, right now is is an illusion. I think when we come out, we're going to come out 
a defense we know is stout, and I still don't think you know, even know what they got coming for you. So uh, it's one of them deals where if I mess it up and if Baltimore, okay, whatever, we'll go on to the, the first game of the season, try to get out of the gate as, as quick as we can, as hard as we can, and, and, and really pull out all the stops because if we don't, all them quarterbacks we're going to be playing, come on, man, you better be on your game. Okay, man, hey, uh, great call, Bobby. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I, I and, and you're right. You're that we haven't shown anything on offense, and, and that's the interesting thing is that we haven't even had Curtis Samuel on the field yet. Uh, I mean, hopefully he's ready to play by week one. But you know, defenses won't know what's going to hit them. They don't know what's coming, uh, and I think we can use that to uh, our advantage here because September twelfth is right around the corner, and game one, week one is so important for the Washington football team. I'm going to go out and say. It's a 10 out of 10 on the importance scale. To not only come out and get the win, but to look sharp and to look strong right off the back and to play four quarters because that was the thing last year also is that we would play three quarters or we'd play, we were a second-half team for a long time. So if Washington wins week one versus the Chargers, regardless of the score, regardless of how well Fitz does and the offense, regardless of the margin of victory, the momentum will still be high from last season. All right, we're like a waving flag right now, blowing in the wind. We need to keep that flag high and strong and waving. Don't let any wind break our sails. Game one, week one, means everything for this Washington football team, and a loss would break all that momentum, and we would seriously be looking at an 0-2 hole if we don't come out strong against our division rival, the New York Giants, the following Thursday. So preseason, schmee season, training camp, splaining camp, I don't care about that. I care about week one, and Washington absolutely... 10 out of 10 needs to come up with a victory against the Chargers, a team that wasn't a playoff team last year and a team that has uh, you know, a young quarterback that I think we can take advantage of and force him into a few mistakes. So all the work at the end of last season to the offseason will have been lost if Washington can't come out successfully week one, game one against the Chargers. So you have to build off that success, but only if they put it all on the line week one and come out with that same confidence against the Chargers than we did against the Bucs, where we were going deep on offense. We were uh, flying after the quarterback, ready to make turnovers on the defensive end. That confidence of a division champion is what I need to see week one from the Washington football team. Confidence of a top five defense and the confidence of an offensive unit that I think we can score whenever and wherever we get the ball and put points on the board. I, I just think we have to be able to be consistent, all right? We can't be a team that struggles on third and short. We can't be a team uh, that comes out and goes deep on first down all the time and it, we're dealing with second and tens all the freaking time. We have to be consistent on offense. And uh, look, I can almost guarantee that the outcome of game one will determine the path that this team takes throughout the entirety of the 2021-22 season. A win, and we could be headed to back-to-back playoff appearances, a loss, and we could be looking at a QB carousel where Ryan Fitzpatrick plays three games, he's out. Heineke gets his shot. Even Kyle Allen gets thrown in, into the mix, and we're a team that's struggling to get back to 500. So 1-800-636-1067. I want to hear from you guys right now. How important is week one for the Washington football team? Give me a scale of 1 to 10. Scale of 1 to 10. 1-800-636-1067. How important is it? for Washington to win week one against the L.A. Chargers. Adam Epstein here on 106.7 The Fan. That's why they need me out the way what you expect. Got a lot of blood and it's cold. They keep trying to get me for my soul.
to DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan on a Saturday, August 28th. I am Adam Epstein. At 2 p.m., I'll be joined by Lance Meadow to talk about the Giants and go around the NFC East. At 2.30, I got my guy Mark Schofield to go around the NFL and and give you guys uh, our division winners for this season. And at 3.30 p.m., we'll hear uh, live from FedEx Field from my guy Chris Russell, the rooster, as he's there for uh, preseason week three, Washington against Baltimore. And you can always tweet me at AWOD Radio throughout the show. Uh, my guy C. Wellian, Linnell, he hates my take that I enjoy the Madden this year. What I, I don't understand the hate about it. Yes, it's not the best game. It's actually, it's probably the worst sports game out there, all right? But it's just so much better than last year. And so it, it, I'm not, you know, I'm not comparing it to the other games like FIFA and 2K. I'm just saying last year was so bad uh, that this year, yeah, they got me with the pretty colors. They got me with the extra hit stick, uh, um, you know, momentum thing that you get. And uh, they got me with the updated rosters. And I, I already uh, have been going ham with Julio Jones on the Titans. I mean, that offense is so much fun to play with. Uh, Brian tweets me uh, when I was talking about how important is it for the Washington football team to get off to a hot start and win week one, a scale of one to ten. Uh, he he says, Brian says, I think they can lose week one and still have a good year. Now, 0-2 oh, would be a different story. Uh, eighth seed tweets me, it's not important to win week one as much as it is important for our offensive starters to have consistent scoring drives. If our starters can score a touchdown on offense and get a turnover on D, I'd be happy uh, even in the loss, uh, I do want to. I do want to win, but I understand your point there that you know the offense has to look good. Got to be able to move the football uh, down the field, have long drives, longevity drives there, and to put things uh, into the end zone when you get to the red zone and don't settle for field goals. Linnell, where are you at with this scale of one to ten? How important is Week One for the Washington Football Team? It's super important. They got to get off to a fast start. They started two and five last year, and they eked it their way into the playoffs. You can't depend on, not not with this schedule, you can't start off that slow, right. especially with a healthy Dallas Cowboy team coming back. And and, and you got to win the games that are winnable games, and I absolutely would say uh, week one against the Chargers, very winnable game. So you're are you a 10 out of 10 then on that scale? I'd, I'd say I'm an 11. I think it's must win. <laughs> you're especially, breaking the scale. Especially if you're not going to play your guys during this third preseason game. I, I feel like that's not being talked about enough. Right. Well, and, and my biggest thing is that you have so much momentum from last season, all the hype. If we come out there and lay an egg against the Chargers or only have like 10 points on offense and lose 24-10, that momentum's gone. I mean, that team from last year, uh, you know, they might still have the same names on the back, but they're not the same players. You know, th- there's so much hype from last year, the defense being looked at as a top-five defense. They got to come out and stop Justin Herbert, create turnovers, and the offensive side of the ball – I guarantee you we're going to get a 1,000 phone calls uh, from football team fans if if uh, Fitzpatrick has a few turnovers and doesn't throw a touchdown pass. My thing is I feel like they're setting him up for failure, though. Why is he? By, why? By not getting enough reps? In by pre-season? not getting enough reps. We have nice HD studio uh, TV in our studio now. Josh Allen's playing tonight. He's playing right now. He's throwing touchdowns. and He doesn't need the reps. So I, I think if you if you want to take yourself into the mind of Ron Rivera, he might be looking at this like, hey, last year, Alex Smith went down with an injury. Kyle Allen went down with an injury. Heineke came out of the uh, playoff game with an injury. Let's just get to the regular season fully healthy. You know, he might be looking at it like that. 
Like, I do see Josh Allen in the game here, uh, but Josh Allen, you know, he's been just a, a, a standing strong in the pocket like a beast. You don't have to worry about him getting injured. Uh, Fitzpatrick, I, I would get a little worried. Um, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067 if you want to chime in on this topic here. I want to spotlight Logan Thomas. And I want to tell you guys that I'm going to go out of my way and say it. I think Logan Thomas is absolutely a pro bowler this season for the Washington football team. We all know, you know, quarterbacks around the league, they love a bailout guy. What's your bailout guy? It's usually your tight end. It's not the guy that runs the cleanest routes. It might not be the guy that gets the most separation, but it's the guy that you can count on to make a play on the ball and be looking for it over the middle on third down. That's what Logan Thomas is. He's our glue guy, our, our guy holding the offensive together, meaning McLaurin's our star, Deami Brown, Curtis Samuel, deep threats, Antonio Gibson, hopefully your every down back uh, to lead lead us down the uh, down the down the drive, you know, down the to get a score this season. But on third downs, when the team needs a play, that's Logan Thomas, uh, and I think he's going to be the guy that we target there most. I've just grown up and, and have so I've got so much confidence now. And Logan Thomas's ability to use his body for separation and to reel it in every time the ball is thrown his way, uh, I feel like Logan is not going to drop it. Yeah, um, you know, I, I would actually say that Logan is kind of comparing. I could compare him to Chris Cooley and what he was for Washington for eight seasons, Mister Reliable. Not Jordan Reed. He's not going to break a defender's ankles and go deep and make an incredible leaping one-handed catch. He may, but his game is getting seen by the quarterback at the right time in the right place. Crossing over the middle of the field, down the sideline on a back shoulder timing play, up the seam against cover three. Logan Thomas is the guy that will be counted on to win his matchup with his size and playmaking ability. Just give him a chance to make a catch. Most of the times, he'll be the best option on the play. Chris Cooley was so good because he was making clutch catches, but also he was making plays after the catch. He'd turn up field and barrel his head down and go forward for an extra 10 yards. That's what I think Logan Thomas will bring this season. Being able to break the first tackle, truck defenders, getting his shoulder pad level low, and going forward for another 5 to 10 yards after the catch. We saw him last year uh, taking snaps at quarterback and QB sneaking like he did in college at, at Virginia Tech. He's a weapon because of his ability to fall forward for an extra chunk of yards. He's so big, he's so strong, uh, you can't knock him on his ass. And last season in Washington, Logan Thomas was targeted 110 times for 72 receptions, 670 yards, and six touchdowns. It was a great season. Interestingly enough, Chris Cooley's best season here in Washington, 2007, he was targeted the exact number, 110 times for 66 receptions, 786 yards, and eight touchdowns. So the targets are similar, the numbers of targets and receptions, and I expect Logan Thomas to get even more yards and receptions this season as he fully molds himself into being an NFL starting-level tight end and one that actually dominates the position and the position battles. So my prediction for Logan is 110 targets, 80 receptions, 750 yards, and eight touchdowns. People initially said he's going to get less targets with De'Ami Brown, Curtis Samuel, Adam Humphreys. You can forget about those guys. They're going to be your big, your big threat plays, all right? Big play threats. But Mr. Count on you for five or six yards, that's Logan, all right? The short turnaround routes, the cutting across the middle, he's not going to have a 60-yard play. But 10 catches for six yards each is very possible. We saw him last year, you know, be the guy that drives us upfield 
four catches on consecutive plays, bringing Washington uh, into the red zone, getting down the field for a score, and getting us into decent field position. I'm all in on Logan Thomas to be a pro bowler for Washington this season. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. I want to hear from members of the AWOD Army. Let's go to Tom in Rockville. What's up, Tom? Hey, I, someone told me this last night. I don't know if there's any truth to it, as you're speaking of Logan Thomas, that he was actually recruited to Virginia Tech as a tight end, and the coaches saw him throwing the ball around and converted him to a quarterback. Do you know anything, whether there's any truth to that? Because it would make some sense of how he's generally stepped into the tight end role in the NFL. Uh, I don't want to say seamlessly, but a lot a lot better than most people would to convert and change completely from a different position from college. Do you know anything about that, Awad? Uh, so I, I don't I, I can't confirm it, but I, I do know. So he went to Brookville High School in Lynchburg, Virginia, where he played a mixture of quarterback, wide receiver, and tight end, uh, even playing defensive back for them. So he was he was huge, and they used him all over the field. And I do know that he had some tight end experience in high school, uh, and so that was probably part of his recruiting to Virginia Tech, where then he moved to quarterback and kind of you know shined there for a few years. Uh, and, and was a big part of that team. You know, it wasn't the Virginia Tech of uh, old with, you know, Michael Vick and Marcus Vick, but they were successful in the years there with Logan Thomas. And so I'm looking for big things here. And he, he's been great in the NFL as a tight end. It took him a while, uh, you know, as it's, it takes, you know, most of these guys that switch positions. But I feel like in the last two or three years, he's figured it out. And, and we really saw, uh, I don't even think he's peaked yet at the position. All right, 1-800-636-1067 is the number. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. More of your phone calls on the Washington football team after this quick commercial break. It's AWOD Weekend Radio here on DC Sports Radio, 106.7 The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The back of the end zone, reaching up and making the grab for the touchdown. Logan Thomas, high in the air to put Washington back on top again. Welcome back to 106.7 The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. And you just heard that call there of a Logan Thomas touchdown. Thanks to Richmond John, who uh, tweets me a little article uh, that I can confirm. Yes, Tom... Uh, Logan Thomas wasn't recruited to Blattsburg as a quarterback. He was one of the top tight end prospects in the entire country, according to Rivals.com. And I absolutely think uh, he's going to have a tremendous season for Washington this year. Uh, It's going to be a season to remember. I I just think he's going to be so important in that offense. Uh, He's going to be the guy that you can trust. Um, You know, he's going to be the third down target. Um, I just think the biggest thing with him, like we saw in that preseason, is that if you get him the ball in space, he's so tough to bring down. He's going to get so many extra yards. Um, and look, I, I think having the other weapons on the outside is going to help him get more uh, more catches because when we go deep, yeah, obviously we know we want to go to McLaurin or we want to go to Curtis Samuel, but when we just need a, a big catch and a big play, we're going to be looking Logan Thomas's way. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. 
1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Greg in Remington. Greg, what's up, man? Thanks for calling. Hey, Adam. Uh, thanks for taking my call. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. So uh, I really like your take on Logan Thomas, and I agree with you 100%. He's, he, he definitely could be an all-pro this year. I'm hope, hoping that he turns out to be a stud for sure. Um, and to answer your question about uh, one out of ten for the Redskins, I'm sorry, I still call them the Redskins, <laughs> That's the okay. Washington football team yeah. to uh, – to start to, uh, strong in week one. I'd say I'm a 10. I, I agree with you. It's a 10 that they win their first game because I, I think it's vitally important uh, based upon, you know, their schedule that, uh, like you said, that they w- win the winnable games, which the first two are definitely winnable. I think w- week three, uh, who was that, Kansas City? I know it's somebody tough, but, uh, you know, it, it is vitally important for them to start out 2-0. and Real quick, I'm one of the guys on your list for your fantasy football uh, draft, and uh, just wondering, did you get enough uh, players to play? Yeah, yeah, yep. So I'll be finalizing that that this week, and we'll probably draft next weekend. And uh, I'm hosting next Sunday, 9 to noon. Uh, so next Sunday afternoon is when I'm looking to do the draft. But uh, uh, So I, I have you on Twitter, so I'll, I'll make sure you're included. All right, bud. Enjoy your show. You take care. Yeah, man. I appreciate the call. Good stuff, as always. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. It's so important that Washington gets off to a hot start. Here's another topic I have for you guys, and and I'll try to take some more calls on this throughout the show. I've got Lance Meadow coming up at 2 p.m., so if I can't get to you then, uh, call back later, 1-800-636-1067. But here it is, Linnell. Who is your player to watch this season? Who is your player you're going to focus on? Who's the person that you're going to tell my friend, your friends, that's my favorite player on the team? 1-800-636-1067. Who is your guy for 2021 for the Washington football team? Call in now and let me know who and why. Is it Chase Young? Is it Antonio Gibson? Uh, is it Terry McLaurin? Is it Montez Sweat? I'm going to say my two. All right? I, I said it before. I'll say it again. Heck, I'll scream it from the mountaintops. I am a Landon Collins guy, and I'm rooting for him to be the comeback player of the year in the NFL this year. I think he's going to be a huge X factor for this Washington football team. We need him for our defense uh, to be top five. I mean, our our defense is going to be great whether or not he really plays well because I trust Cam Curl. But if we want to be next-level defense that that creates turnovers and and forces fumbles, we need Landon Collins to be special. Uh, My next guy, it's Antonio Gibson. All right, I think the sky is the limit for him. The ceiling is the roof. As Michael Jordan says, Antonio Gibson is going to see an increased workload in the passing game. For a guy that played wide receiver in college, that's a dream come true. It also adds a huge new dynamic to the offense. I mean, it was cut and dry last year. Gibson in the game, it's 90% a run, maybe play action. With J.D. McKissick, it's 90% a drop back pass or play action. We rarely had defenses confused. Uh, you know, but now we can use Gibson as a decoy, getting him more involved in screens and dump offs. I expect him to build off of his stellar rookie season. And I think Gibson is also a sleeper RB one in fantasy football. I drafted him last year and he was great for me, uh, throughout the whole second half of the season until he got hurt there, uh, with that turf toe. He could end up with 12 touchdowns and a thousand yards rushing this season, uh, along with maybe 200 or 300 passing yards. Uh, excuse me, receiving yards. I think he's going to get a ton of carries. Last season, 170 carries for 70, 795 yards and 11 touchdowns. 
Give me 200 carries for 995 yards and 12 touchdowns this season. Who's your guy for 2021? I'm expecting a breakout season. Who's going to be your favorite player to watch, person you're rooting for most? Let me hear from you, Linnell. On the defensive side of the ball, I think it's Montez Sweat. Uh, year three. You're getting sweaty for sweat. I'm getting sweaty for sweat. So it's year three, right? You know, last year, year two, came out and led the team in sacks. Year three is when these pass rushers take that significant jump. I think we may be looking at an all-pro type season for Montez Sweat. Wow. I would love to see him have another pick six. Well, I mean, that was the greatest thing last year. One of the best highlights I've seen in my 23 years. So of you're, you're standing on the table for Montez Sweat. Standing on the That's table your for guy. Montez Sweat. I even have the hot take of I think he's probably our most important player on defense. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could argue he was better than Chase Young last year. I, I agree completely. I think he was better than Chase Young last yeah. year. Yeah. Chase Young just gets all the hype as. Uh, I don't know, because he's, got a, he's got a good yeah. smile. It's nothing know. to sneeze at, because Chase Young's a dog. Right. But on the offensive well, side of the ball. we got two dogs barking. Of course. On the yeah. offensive side of the ball, though, I'm going, going an offensive lineman. I think Charles Leno. Ooh. His ability to anchor the blind side for whoever the quarterback's going to be, because I don't think one guy's going to start 17 games, is going right. to be crucial. I mean, you were the guy that came on here last week and said the O-line is sketchy. Yeah, they are. And he's the leader of the bunch. So I'm expecting... Well, I guess it's not breakout, but he's the most important guy on offense. I right. Like. And you're willing to put it on the line that he's going to be good this year. That's, that's I think your he has guy. To be. He has to be, or yeah. else we're going to be looking at a six and, what is it, 17 game? Six and 11 season. Yeah. Oof. That would be ugly. 1 800 636 1067. Who's your guy for 2021? 1 800 636 1067. Let's go to Josh in D.C. What's up, Josh? <laughs> Yeah, what's going on, A Weezy? <laughs> Thanks for calling, man. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing much. You know me. I'm the leader of the AWOD Army. Yeah, hey, I'm going with Deami Brown, man. He's got Ooh. burners. Yeah. And, look, I, I got something to say. Look, we all play Madden. I mean, if you don't, then whatever. This ain't for you. So, Montez Swift's not even a superstar on Madden. They didn't even give him a superstar. And what I'm upset about, they gave Kyle Pitts a superstar, and he's his first-year rookie. You know what I mean? I've never yeah, seen I that know. Before. I don't understand the hey. hype for Kyle Pitts. I, I got people that are putting him in. Uh, to be rookie of the year, I mean, I, I wouldn't take yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yo, if you're playing Madden, Fitz, hey, Fitz, there's some trash. You got to put Heineke in. You do? Nasty. Really? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Heineke is nasty, yo. <laughs> so, I haven't played see. with Washington yet. I, I've been jumping around. I use the Packers. I, I use the Titans, and for some hey, reason, I'm good with the Vikings too. <laughs> hey, look, you, you put Fitz in. It's like um, Manning throwing just lame ducks everywhere. He has no strength. It's like. <laughs> Nothing. Well, so, do you expect uh, that for him in the regular season, or do you have a little bit of confidence in look, Fitzpatrick? It, you know, the regular season, I think we're going to do a lot of short short passing stuff because we have so much speed at wide receivers. It's yeah. going to be hard for DBs and linebackers to even catch us. You know what I mean? And you got to put in uh, – we're going to put in Davis. Davis is like – his speed's like – he's like a 90-something on the game. But, you know, he's fast in real life too, so he's going to be able to keep up with t- all the tight ends in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not expecting uh, I'm not expecting anything big from Jam and Davis this year. Because he's a rookie, you know what I mean? He still has to learn the ropes. He still has to learn when to pop the line because yeah. the, the dogs up front are going to eat. They're right. going to eat regardless. But he is, he's you know in I mean? such an important position. He is in an important position. You know, he, I, like I said, I like him. He's a good kid, you know. But I think uh, Holcomb's going to shine more than ever this year. Well, that's year. your guy. Holcomb. You're going with a Cole Holcomb. Crazy you know, hair, Cole right. Holcomb. Hey, Hawkamania. They call him Cole Hawkamania. He's going to be a beast. We'll see. I love it, man. Thanks for the call, Josh. 1 800 636 1067. Let's go to uh, Walt in Alexandria. What's going on, Walt? How are you today? 
Just fine. How are you doing today, sir? I'm great, you man. You know, there's an old saying that used to be said that young man cannot stand success. Okay. But I think with the coaches, the players, and the defense that Washington has this time, it's going to be, as out there for us, let's go get it. So I think it's going to be a completely different Antonio Gibson I think he's going to make the difference as long as uh, some other players. But the main thing, you got a guy there who can catch the ball, hold on to it, and that's a good thing. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's, that's going to be the main thing that's going to cause the change in, in the team this year is that philosophy that we can – it's out there for us. Let's go out there and get it. And I think that's what's going to happen. Well, with another incredible – uh, inspirational speech. Every time he he calls into the show, it gets me excited to watch to to watch the Washington football team. Uh, and and I do agree with him to the point there. What he was saying basically was that we have a really good mixture of young guys and we have veterans and, and guys dying for an opportunity. Uh, guys that have gone around the league to uh, three or four teams. Logan Thomas is one of them. Finally found a niche here in Washington, and they want to make the most of it. So I am really looking forward to this season. My guys, I said. Uh, Landon Collins and Antonio Gibson uh, that I'm looking for for be uh, having big seasons that I'm going to support. I'm going to draft both. I'm going to draft uh, Antonio Gibson in fantasy. I also want to get Logan Thomas as my tight end. I'm re- not really probably going to touch many many other players on the Washington football team. Although I, I do think Terry McLaurin uh, would be a, a good maybe a wide receiver too uh, in fantasy. Coming up at 2 p.m. Coming up right after this commercial break, Lance Meadow, who does pre- and post-game for the New York Giants to talk about the NFC East and our rivals, the New York Giants. Next, here on 106.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.